Hello. I'm back. I'm back after, I don't know, somebody said November 9th today and I was like, I don't know what fucking day it is. Dude, I just keep it moving. I hope everybody had a good holiday. That shit fucks me up. Like, I took off five days, I think. I don't even know what today is. I do know for a fact that I went for some wine with fellow Sagittarius and I've had a bunch of ideas about you know, shit I want to spew on the podcast, whatever this is. I appreciate you if you listen. And if you do listen, uh, please follow us on Instagram. We're at Girl in the Valley Podcast. And you can write us and tell us what you think or, I don't know, tell us what you want to hear about. A little claimer, I am not an advice person. Don't listen to anything I say if I do say to do something. Um, I seem to fuck it all up. I want to go with I am the Kanye of dating. I have all these talents or these like things I can do and like everybody's going to listen to me and like me, but not like long term. I went to his concert recently, the St. Pablo tour, and every time that beat would slap, we were jumping up and down, up and down, and we're like, this is the baddest shit in the world. And then he cut the music and tell us how stupid we were. And that sounds a lot like me. I start, okay, I hate to talk about it, but people love the submarine. So we're going to get into the submarine and how Kanye is me and I am Kanye in the submarine type thing. So we saw the submarine October 4th and he said he was going to circle on his calendar October 6th to see me and we're still waiting for that phone call. So Submarine, you know who you are. If you're listening, please call us um, just so we can give our fans a little something, you know, to like laugh about. But that's the whole thing. It's like I could have been Kanye with him, like homeboy like me, like that's no secret and vice versa. But I'm that woman that like does everything wrong, like he came after me a little bit, so I go in on him harder. Or he stands me up and I tell him what a piece of shit he is. Whether that's right or not my feelings, I seem to progress into this angry monster and it's like, you hurt my feelings, I'm going to hurt your feelings more. Which I'm hearing is not very healthy and is not going to get me those holiday texts I, th- I perceive that I'm going to get. And it's funny Because I was even with a dude today, the blue-eyed dude, and he's like an old girlfriend hit him up around Thanksgiving. And I'm like, that happens? And it was this realization to where I just pound the shit out of anybody's feelings to make sure they hurt more than I do, in a sense. But I guess that's what gives me some sort of joy. Even though I I would be an awesome girlfriend or wife. No, if I like you. Beyond that, I don't know. Speaking of, we had Black Thanksgiving this last weekend and I cooked for 20 or so people. Let me tell you, that is a learning curve in the life of a woman. And I am very traditional, so don't get all whatever on me. But for me, I felt like I was following in my Nona's footsteps and I was like, I am the shit. And you know what? People ate it and liked it. So that was an accomplishment and I was wondering why I don't have a man's family to feed or not that that's something I want, but I don't, I think I'm still starting for that. Like, why aren't I going on that second date kind of thing with somebody who I'm not trying to completely destroy? Um, so 
it brings me back to the online dating of our time. And of course, you can all laugh, but I signed up for Bumble again because I get fucking bored, man. Like, even though it's just swiping, it's like something. So there's probably three dudes. There's Ben and Chris and I don't know. I forget their names now, but there's three dudes, like decent looking dudes, decent profiles with no dick size, simple conversation, like, hey, how are you? What's going on? And I'm thinking, like, this is so cool. Like, we're back to, like, some normalcy. Not one of them has asked to meet me or even, like, pretended they want to meet me or inclined to meet me. And I'm right back to we're swiping to see how many people we can match with and how many petty conversations we can keep between the 400 matches we have. And I just couldn't do it. I can't do it. It's just not for me. So back to deleting Bumble and wondering where I'm going to start from here. And I was having this conversation with my friend and she's like, you know, what, whatever happened with the submarine? Like, I feel like that was your thing. And, and I told her, I use my imagination so well when I think I could like somebody that I have created this. This is, so there's the submarine the real life submarine and then there's the submarine I created like the macho submarine that takes on the world rules all of the ocean and I took five things from the real one and put them into my imaginary that's not even probably a fucking word but hey we hit that pino so and I make him this big ordeal and I've done that before with the homeless guy And it's funny because I was driving home on the 880 North today and I was like thinking about the homeless guy because somebody had said something about him earlier today. And I'm like, that fool called me. I wouldn't even care. But a year ago, butterflies. I'd have been like, oh my God, the homeless guy. And it's funny because a little time or a little like realizing what maybe I have done with my imagination, I'm like... What a fucking idiot. I would never be seen in public with him, let alone put up with his stupid fucking text or his dick pics at 40 years old ever again. Like, I wouldn't entertain it. I would never block him. I don't even give a shit if he falls off the bridge. Like, I just, there's no emotion compared to like, oh my God, is this it? I mean, now when I say we went house hunting, but we did like for a date, we went and looked at a bunch of open houses and that's like kind of a weird thing so I'm hoping one day talking to you many episodes from now or hopefully that not that many that um I don't have to talk about the submarine and I have a new something whatever his future nickname may be or all of their nicknames may be um we can talk about them so I'm on Bumble And I'm wondering why all these guys aren't writing me back. Not really wondering, but I'm like, what the fuck is the point? Why am I even check? Why am I draining my iPhone battery for this? Like, for real? Why? And it's back to the super basics. Why buy the cow when the milk is free? I'm not offering pussy. Not in the first fucking couple text messages. Getting dick is easy, boys. 
whatever happened to good old-fashioned gestures? Now, with everybody I talk to, men, women, men are simple. Men don't have that many emotions. Men just need a little bit of this. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Men, you're stupid as fuck. And you know it. And I bet you would admit it. And it's because your simplicity makes you so fucking dumb. And this I say with a very, very loving, loving heart. But gestures. Do you, and I know I've said this before. Do you know what could happen if you send a woman flowers without her knowing it in advance? That changes the game. That brings excitement. That brings Instagram photos and recognition. That brings like this dude. Do you know what it takes to buy some flowers besides some monetary value? A couple clicks. Like literally a couple clicks. You click on the bouquet. You click on the cart. And they probably have fucking PayPal or Apple Pay. Like you don't even have to fill out the info. And finding anybody's address or place of work address really isn't that hard. Now, if you'd like to send me flowers, I can tell you where I am. Just DM me on Instagram at Girl in the Valley Podcast. Just kidding. But every woman loves flowers. And I think that became like a thing like women love flowers because it's some sort of like grand gesture. It's very thoughtful. It's very like beautiful and simple and natural and a couple clicks. So I'm like, I just can't be this person that throws you out pussy when I know there's hell of women on there and that's no judgment. But again, December 20th, I will be 36 years old and I want some fucking flowers. I don't need to get dick off Bumble because that's boring. What I do need is some grand gestures. You know, dinner isn't that hard. We all eat. We all have simple, boring conversations. Why can't we just go out to dinner? See if we like it. And if we don't, we don't like each other. And if we do, great. Then you know what the next step is? It's usually the shit you want. So I've been thinking about this. And I'm wondering why I'm single. And I can hear my best friend screaming how I friend zone everybody and how unavailable I am. And I don't want to hear you right now. I'm not going to date the fucking dude in holy jeans with his tattoos down his arm, with his gold watch on, going out to Campbell on his fucking bumble. Now, I'm being judgy, but that is so unoriginal and I just want some kind of substance to something. I want this like real life shit and what I would call these guys in their holy jeans, Now I learned this from a very dear friend of mine. She taught me that there's three types of men. And now this man in his holy jeans and his tattoos with his gold watch drinking a swirl in Campbell is a knight. He's fun. He's cool. We party. And I used to love that. I love that unavailable. And I think that's why I've always dated um, professional athletes. You want to have some fucking fun? You date a professional athlete that just got signed, got that paycheck, and loves to party. That shit is on fire. Except they've all told me they want to marry me. And we, all, we talked about that in the last podcast. That that's a fucking red flag. Do I want a king? No. Usually a king. This is the other type of man. Is set in his ways. And he's looking to how you are going to fit into his life. 
And so I'm recognizing this, like, I think I'm done with the knight, the knight fair. The king, uh, I might be a queen already. I'm kind of set my ways. But there's also part of me that wants to meet the prince. I've never been a fan of princes and princesses. But a prince is at a point in his life where he knows what he wants and that he might be willing to build it with somebody or build it in general. He doesn't have it, but he knows it exists and he has that uh, a drive to go get it. And I think I've been so heavy in the night phase that I know I want this prince phase, but I didn't recognize it. But I'm going to tell you the submarine's a prince. Well, I <laughs> or maybe my imagination thought he was, but he made me believe that I, I remember I was looking at him and I was like, you know what? I can make this work. I can make this work. Super good looking. He's Irish. I have a thing for Irish men. So if there's anybody in Ireland that listens, give me a call. But I remember looking at him going, he's going to get some shit, dude. And I'm going to help him fucking get there. And that was kind of like, maybe that's what I saw. Maybe I even saw something in him that he hasn't seen yet. And that's what turned my imagination on and like my like desire for him. Um, so I think that I need to find where I'm comfortable with that, like make myself more available. And I think I'm working on that. I have come, I mean, I know I said this in the last episode for sure, but Bumble and Tinder are not the place to meet somebody. But again, I I heard a story tonight at the bar that some chick met some dude on Bumble and like they're talking marriage. And I said, that's like one in 10. Easy. Because... We're down to a point where we live in one of the most expensive areas in the United States of America to live. And I was telling her, I'm like, if we go back and we have our knights and our princes and our kings, we have a lot of knights in this valley. We got a lot of dudes that make some pretty good money. They can party, they can chill, and they go to their Google tech job and they pull one, 150 a year, and they live solid. Cool. Cool. But in this valley, you can't support a family. It just came out to buy a house in this valley, the Silicon Valley. The average annual household income needs to be $216,000. So I'm thinking about this and I'm like, okay, well, that's a lot of fucking money. But um, how many men feel comfortable with their inner caretaker, their inner man... Being like, I'm going to take care of this woman. I love this woman. I'm going to take care of this woman. But they, like, they can't. And it's not because they're not good men. Because we live somewhere where getting gas or buying groceries or anything like that is a a car payment. (laughs) I go to Whole Foods this weekend. I dropped $400. Easy. But where... Where do they now hear dating in this valley, on Bumble, on Tinder, do I find a man, whether he has that annual income of $216,000 a year, do I find a man that goes, okay, I don't have that, but I want to have a, and I don't want to say family because I'm not sure still if I'm looking for like the family thing, but a partner and we're in it together. We're going to crush this valley and we're going to travel and we're going to live the life. When they can just be living lavish, making their good income, chilling and partying, not having the pressure of being that man that bring in the, you know, 
be the breadwinner sort of thing because again there's a lot of women in this valley who were I'm from here I was here before 87 and 85 and there were orchards and the light rail we didn't know what the fucking light rail is we saw it put in I still I don't even know if I've ever I think I've taken the light rail maybe three or four times in my life so I have and I'm very driven like I have found a way to be here and stay here and be independent and have the things I want and do the things that I want is that intimidating to a man who doesn't have $216,000 a year, doesn't have that like, doesn't have that almost like inner like, fuck yeah, we can do this together. Like, not that you have to, and I hate like to even say like depend on a woman. Nobody has to depend on a woman, but why can't a woman, one, be your partner? Because we all want to fuck all the time. Like, you kind of want a long-term thing. You you start like, I'm 36. I go, God, never had a boyfriend. Am I going to be like 60 and alone? Nobody wants to be alone and old and shit. And like, what do you want me on? It's our time.com in the next fucking 10 years. Like, no. So how do I find a partner who's like, you're fucking cool. We're going to do this and we're going to crush this valley. And then we're going to like go on a vacation and we're going to just see what happens. I, or, or are we to a point where it's like, fuck, I don't even have to do that. Cause I can get on Bumble. I can get laid. I make good money. I can get my fucking gold watch and my new tattoo Head to Players Inc. if you can. Um, and I'm going to put my birth year on my fucking chest. Hell yeah. And get my holy jeans and put my Yeezys on and bounce out for the weekend. Fuck a couple girls and be done with it. Maybe that's the new life. I mean, I hope y'all wearing condoms for sure though. But what about me? That Am I that... Kanye of dating? Am I this person who feels misunderstood and like so talented and like can't get the attention of the right audience for a long period of time? Now don't get me wrong, I have every Yeezy album. I will go to every concert he does and I would buy his shoes too if I even could get in the waiting line when they drop. But it's that rare thing to where he, you either love him or you hate him. There's no way in between for him. And then he went and married fucking Kim Kardashian and we all got confused. Like, how does that work? But for me, I'm like, where do I meet somebody? I'm not going to meet anybody on Bumble or Tinder. I'm, there are 100% I know there's decent dudes on there. Even the ones with their dick pic or their fucking dick size and their profile. Like 100% they're probably good dudes. Probably come from good families. But I'm never going to date a guy that puts his fucking dick size in a profile. Because that's got to be some... i got to call a psychiatrist about that and get some input. But where do I meet somebody? Do we have singles groups? Do men even care enough to meet one woman when you can get a different one every night and never care? You know, Submarine lives two miles from me. And I thought, this is great for me. Like, I'll see him all the time or whenever and we'll just do our thing and we'll keep it moving. I'm busy. He says he's busy, but all his fingers have been broken for two months, so he can't text me to tell me he's busy. But I was like, this is great. I don't want to sleep with a multitude of people. I'm, what the fuck? I've got a lot of things going on. I don't have time for that. And it's funny I say that because I probably would never have said that at 25. I've been like, oh, you don't want to see me? Bye. I'd jump from safety to wide receiver. 
back over to tight end. And that's a joke. But I have dated a lot of professional football players. Um, but as time goes on, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where the balance is for us people who, for us people in this millennial gap of dating. Because even though I'm not really a millennial, I'm in this group of like, I played outside, but then that's when the phone came out. So it was really easy for me because I learned it when everybody else did. But I'm still like, why aren't we talking face to face? I don't want to text anybody all day. You can call my brother. I am the worst texter in the world. I don't, I might be quick to respond, but half the time it's like fucking Chinese because I fucking don't care. Call me. I'll tell you exactly how I feel. Much better in person. I, this should probably not even be a podcast. It should be like some sort of video because I've heard that my facial expressions are uh, pretty funny. So I've never been one to hide any kind of emotion. Could be why I'm single. So I'm back to square one. I'm back to asking what I should do next. And it's the holidays. December's here. It's literally here on Friday. And I'll be out and about and I'll be with the holiday season and the holiday parties and the fun and it's my birthday and you know me, I'll ask a dude out and that could be another podcast to whatever happens. So for now I'm off Bumble and Tinder, kind of playing the part. Anytime tell, and it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to set you up with so-and-so. Anybody, if anybody says that to me, it's like my inner organs tighten up I'm like I just hate that forcefulness of anything like I'll feel like I have to like them or like um I'll have to be super impressive or whatever the friend told about me I'm still looking for something supernatural and I don't know how that's gonna happen but the submarine has disappeared we never want to hear from the homeless guy and the lawyer so let's get into the lawyer a little bit for the last couple of minutes. I met the lawyer. So the lawyer came about. I met him on Tinder, I believe. He's actually a little older than what I would usually date. Over 30. <laughs> and he he liked me a lot within days. Like a day. And as flattering as it could be. It was such a turnoff for me. I just, and you know, I didn't really, I went on a date with him and I did the whole thing and I was kind of trying to shake off the submarine, but I used the lawyer and I feel bad. I actually thought about texting him recently and being like, I'm sorry, I'm a dick, but then I don't want to open up a can of worms, but I'm sitting here thinking like, did the submarine, is the submarine and I the same person in just a different scenario? Like, yeah, he thought I was cool, but fuck, don't call me. I'm not really trying to hang out with you. And that's kind of how I felt about the lawyer. Like, he's probably a decent guy. He drove me fucking crazy. Four days we did this. This fool was like, I miss you. And just like overbearing. And I was like, who the fuck is like this? And I'm like, was I like this? So it's another little life lesson on finding the right person and Trying to control my imagination and not beat somebody's ego to death by, you know, trying to fight back and win. Maybe he would have called and maybe there would have been a better ending. I, I, even if the submarine and I aren't, weren't, <laughs> weren't meant to be, 
I hate the fact that we end on this shitty note to where we don't even just talk as humans. Like it becomes the disgusting, like, I'll never speak to her again type of thing. And I'm over here like, text me, fool. I'll, you know, like me, I'm like, I'll tell you how I feel. Get all Kanye on you. Like, I don't give a fuck. It bites me in the ass, but I'm always going to be that person who speaks how I feel. But I think text and in person are so different. And when I text, I sound, well, I am a little fucking crazy. But when I text, I'm like, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. But in person, I'm like, fuck, dude, you hurt my fucking feelings. Like, fuck, you know, like so different. And I think for me, that's why I can't even bumble. Like, hey, how are you? How was your Thanksgiving? Like, it's fucking great. Are we going to grab a drink and see if we vibe? It's not going to happen. So I'm still out here. I'm still going to still going to come back with some new nicknames and new stories and I'm going to ask somebody out or somebody's going to hit on me. My best friend's going to make me a vibrant redhead in the next couple of days. So I should be out there prowling, prowling along and um <clears throat> I'm going to get back to uh that uh, Tahoe Kush or OG Tahoe. I don't know what it is, but that's what I'm going to get back to and figure out how to not be the Kanye of dating and maybe be the Kanye of shoes in a sense where he can sell some fucking shoes. Like his shoes are so expensive. It's crazy. So I want to be not the Kanye, Kanye. I want to be the Kanye of one thing. And um, I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but it makes sense in my brain. So What I'm trying to say is I'm always going to be a Kanye, a little outlandish, a little vibrant, but I want somebody to understand me or want that one thing that I can offer and his issues and maybe mine will be my cooking and one dude can't live without it. So check out um, the Instagram. You can see the prior brand on there. Again, we're at Instagram, Grill in the Valley podcast. And I'll be back hopefully soon. Hate to leave you hanging so long, but I gotta find some more boys for you. And for me, I need to, you know, get down with the get down. So happy holidays. Peace and love to you.